actually hate? Like, if you if you don't consider yourself to be a hater, what's something that you hate? Hating things, hating things, and being a hater are two different things. Okay. Uh, you can only be a hater if you're mad that somebody could do something you can't do. What? Uh, how do you spell went? Went W E N T. That's and then um uh so I said being a hater. Okay, so hating something it means you can do a thing, but you choose not to do it because you're a decent person. Yeah, I, I agree to to an extent though. I, I kind of agreed with him also about him being a hater. Because there are certain things that I hate on. There are things that I wish I was better at. And internally, I hate on it. I'm like, yo, why the fuck don't I know that? Why can't I do these things? Why can't I be that way? Perfect and example. That- I can't skate. I can't skate. I've tried it so many times. Um, it's just something the Lord did not want me to do. But when other people are skating, I don't hate them because they can skate. I'm just like, damn, I wish I could do that. But I'm not a hater. I'm just going to say, don't nobody care that you can skate. I care that you can I mean, skate because I can't skate. Wait, have you, you've never been in the situation where you've just said to yourself, like, yo, I, I hate this or I hate that person. Or like, they, like, I know for a fact me, there are certain people that I absolutely hate. And the reason why I hate them like it's because at some point I had love for that person, or I I, I felt as though like, there was some love there, some connection. And that's the only way you can hate somebody when because you cared at one time. Yeah, and it, it just made me think. I was like, Yo, am I a hater? Because some people were like, you know what? I got over that situation, and I could care less. But I'm like, I don't get over situations. I'm one of those where I'm always constantly thinking about it, or it's something that I. I'm going to bring up mentally, at least. Like, you know, I'll have it just, like, reoccur. Like, for example, when I was doing the show with uh, the guy Jay Eugene last night. So mm-hmm. he and I were talking about, you know, open relationships, hall passes, and what he considers to be annual relationship reviews, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So we, we, you and I can touch on it. Actually, if, if you want to, let's touch on that. We'll get back to the hating thing. So... Mm-hmm. Jay Eugene basically said that he he and his wife are, you know, they're in a open relationship to, you know, to the extent, but in terms, he wants to do annual, like, relationship evaluation. So basically, they sit down once a year, they talk about the relationship, the good and bad, and I guess that's what they consider to be an annual review. Now, in my relationship, that wouldn't work, because... <laughs> I would feel like okay, somebody literally has like a note in their phone of all the shit that I've done for three hundred and sixty. Yeah, keeping tabs. <laughs> yeah, and it's like okay, you you keeping tabs on all the bad things that I do, but what about the good? Like, is there a review process that's like you know I did all these good things? Whenever you hear the word review, it's always things you can improve on. So yeah. What like even at work, like you know for a fact when you go to your job, they give you an annual review. It's like okay, they don't focus on the scope of three hundred and sixty five days. It's like what have you done for me lately? So yeah. would a would a annual relationship review be the same way? It's like, okay, like if you and her are doing good or you and him are doing good for, you know, two or three months and everything is like cool. Mm-hmm. That that's fine for them, but what happens yeah. next year? And y'all have a bad you Well know, the whole thing two- the whole thing about a review is once we start doing a review, 
then it, we're measuring now. I'm measuring you in some type of way. And then there are things that are great and there are things that are not great. So out of this review, before we're finished, you're going to tell me if you're going to try to improve those things or you're not going to improve those things. And then I have to evaluate if your actual um, benefit to being here. Okay? Some people initially going to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to fix it, I'm going to fix it, I'm going to fix it. And they don't fix shit. And then you come around next year and be like, so you said you were going to stop all this shopping. You said you were going to be more honest. And I keep catching you in the same shit. We still having the same conversation. So what's up? Yeah. Like, it, it was just weird because he made, like, really valid points on why you would want to do that. He was like, hey, like, you can go into this evaluation. He had brought up the perspective of sex. So he's saying, you know, hey, we haven't had sex as much, you know, over the course of the year, blah, 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 blah. You bring that up in the review, and that's, yeah. like, leads for an improvement. Like, that mm-hmm. I can see. But outside of it, like, I don't see any, like, category. Like, how do you categorize your annual relationship review? Do you go and say things um, like, you know? We can talk about, we can talk about, if we're living together, if we're, like, beyond, like, boyfriend shit, because after 30, you shouldn't have no boyfriend or girlfriend, like, start wasting your time. Um, <laughs> financially, are we going in the same route? Have you displayed something financially where we're going in the same route? Um, uh, do you help me equally around the house? Do I feel like I'm, I'm carrying more weight than you? If so, why? Um, you dissect all of those things and you have an honest discussion about if somebody is actually pulling their weight and then if somebody is not pulling their weight let's talk about ways that you can help me if that's the goal now if the goal is I don't want to help you when we initially started this relationship I told you what my work was and I told you what I'm not great at and I'm not trying to be great at this thing cool now let's come up with a solution like, it should always be solution-based. It shouldn't be like, you know what? I don't do that. I'm not going to do that. Deal with it. It's never a deal with it shit because y'all both individuals. Y'all can always go y'all separate ways. So, so um, as you would... Oh, go ahead. I don't, I don't know. There, there could be financially a, a section for that shit. There could be emotionally. Are you doing your part? Um, spiritually, do you... Um, help me develop as a better person like I try to help you when you're in your rut develop as a better person because some people are just natural takers in a relationship and then you start to like bear that weight of nobody like helping you when you're you're lost yeah uh, so, so far this, this is what we got for this annual relationship review we got living together um financial um I put like hospitality or equal help in the house Fam- I added family bonding. I feel like if you're going to do an annual, uh, annual relationship review, it should mm-hmm. be a thing of family bonding. Because I, I don't know about you, but I know there are certain relationships that I've I've had and I've had like other friends who've had this issue where once they're in a relationship, they spend more time with one side of the family than the other. Mm-hmm. Like for, even for me, for example, like I know for a fact that I spend a lot of time with my wife's family. Because, you know, it, it's, it's just a little bit easier. And my family lives where we are. So we're in D.C. for the most part. So when we come and spend time with our family, we spend time yeah. for a week, maybe two weeks, right? So as a result, my mom or other family members feel as though we don't spend enough time with them. But I'm like, you live there. So you can easily 
come down the street to come say hi or something like Go that. So it's a little bit different. So fam- family bonding is a big thing. However, my, my caveat to that is, like, for me, I have a personal gripe with, like, my family reunion or, like, my family. Oh, you still have those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, it's something I've always hated was family reunions. Like, I've, Why? So, how can I put it without sounding like an asshole? I only came to eat. I, did, I, I, I don't want to have to eat. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to do the less reminisce. I don't want to see the aunts who are like, hey, like, I remember when. I'm like, no, but the thing is, we only see each other once or twice. You know, God forbid, yeah. you know, if there was a funeral or something like that. But, like, family reunions, funerals, and wakes and stuff like that, I hate them. I feel like they're all that same little bubble. Phony? Phony fake? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? This episode is going to be called Phony Family Reunion. Phone See the last the, the last family reunion my family had that's here in the uh, Americas was in '96, mm-hmm. and we not really big on family reunions. I don't even know who set that one up and why we did it in the first place. But that was when um, both of my grandparents were living. So now since they're not living, don't nobody give a fuck. Everybody on their own separate islands. Yeah, but, I, I, me, me, this is me. When it comes to like family reunions, the, the build up to family reunions are trash. The reason why I say that is you go and you got this whole day of like my my grandmother's usually the one that cooks. So she goes and she makes all this food and then you got other family Open it for her. all this food and we alternate. So one year it'll be in DC and then the next year it'll be in like North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. The, the issue with the issue with the difference Table. of North Carolina and DC are two different things. So for example, we go to North Carolina, and when we go to North Carolina, we all stay, like, our family stays in hotels. Like, the reason why we do that is because we don't want to be a burden on our family. We don't want to be the... And that's what state. happens. Uh, one or two family members start to bear the burden of, like, who's buying the food? Who exactly. gave money towards the food? Who gave money towards getting the chairs? Who gave money to, like, getting this? And I'm just like, I don't even want to do that shit. Let's BYOB this thing. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, I called myself doing a good deed a couple years back. So a couple years back, we decided to do the family reunion thing, and I, I brought my wife. Now, you know that my wife is white, so it's one of those right. things where it's like, okay, great. Like, she's Did they have a problem? No, here's the thing. There was no okay. problem. She just looked like okay. the elephant in the room. It was like, oh, so one of, one of the cousins that I guess is the son of one of my, like, how, how do I want to put it? So my mom has her favorite cousins, right? So she has her oh, favorite Lord. cousins, and mm-hmm. they they have kids. But the issue is, I don't hang with those kids, right? Mm-hmm. So as a result, this one cousin walks up on me and my wife, and he's like, yo, can I take a photo with y'all? And I was like, yo, I don't even know who you are, to be completely honest with you. Like, I know you're, yeah. you're, you're my cousin that I remember her name. I know her, but I don't know you, and you're her son. That means that we really mm-hmm. don't rock with each other. So, right. my, you know, my mom was kind of offended that I said that. And I was like, mom, like, the only reason... But it's more so, like, this is awkward as shit. Like, I would want to know who I'm taking a photo with. Like, how about you introduce yourself to me and see how we vibe first before you ask him for a photo? Because Bingo. photos are awkward to begin with anyway. Bingo. So, my issue was, my mom was like, well, Greg, why, why are you acting like that? Why, you know, why didn't you 
like asking why he wanted to take the photo. I was like, Mom, I know why he wanted to take the photo. Because he was, he didn't take the photo from his camera app. He instantly pulls out Instagram. So he was going to go and post the photo like, oh, when it's a white girl at our family, blah, 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 blah. And completely disregard. Right. And I was like, you know what? I knew it was going to happen. So basically I told my mom that. She was like, great. It, I don't think it was that. I was like, that's exactly that. Mind you, he hadn't spoken to us like at all the entire day. Then all of a sudden he wants to, hey, cuz, blah, blah, blah. Yo, like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, everybody can't be hey, cuz. Because honestly, I, I got so many, I have so many cousins that I can kind of like get lost in them. And then they have their own kids. So I get lost in them. But I have my immediate family. Then I have like my immediate cousins and stuff like that. And then there's just everybody else, which was kind of confusing because when, you know, my wife and I got married. It was like, well, great, we can go to the wedding, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I'm going to invite the other family and then, like, the cousins and stuff like that. But my mom, mm-hmm. she kind of got offended. She was like, oh, I invited this aunt and this cousin and this brother, and I want to invite some of my older cousins. I was like, Mom, they're not coming anyway. Like, one thing I do know about, like, my family is they're going to tell you that they're going to tell you that they're coming to shit, but they're not going to shit. Yeah. Like, and they're going to be mad if you didn't initially invite them. That, that was what, what the issue was. So, you know, <laughs> we, had, we, we, we had a cousin who literally called me and was like, Greg, I'm coming to the wedding. You know, can you send me the RSVP? I, you know, and can I have a plus one because I'm bringing my date, blah, 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 blah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I hunted this person down for three months to be like, hey, you know, I have your plus one, blah, 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 but I don't have your RSVP yet, right? Yeah. No RSVP. So luckily we had it for the wedding where we can go and change how we like I won't say how we do the seats, but we could say this many people can go to the wedding, these people can't, right? So luckily yeah. the day before the night before the wedding, we can go and say, Hey, this person's not gonna be here, they're not coming. So we could set it up that way. But yeah. after, after my mom was really upset. So my mom says to me, she was like, Well, this co- this cousin didn't show up and I invited them. I was like, Yeah, just think about it. Plates for weddings are not cheap at all. Right. So I was like, I would be like, imagine you, you're not supposed to even have to deal with sometimes the ass people. Like if you're yeah. not coming, you're not you're not uh, hurting me. I would just yeah. like to know where I need to be spending my money at because if you come and you sitting at a table with no plate, don't say nothing to me. Exactly. And you know my my wedding, I I kind of did like something that was bad, but it was to me it was good. So. We did a situation where there were there were kids that were invited to the wedding, but mm-hmm. the, the dinner, they came after. So, yeah, you can have your kids. They can come for the weekend and stuff like that. They can go to all the events, but I felt like the ceremony was an event that the children should, you know, you can get a babysitter for two to three hours. Or, you yeah, know, we even my cousin did that. He had, yeah. a, he had a no kids wedding. Yeah, and it, here's the thing. It was only for the ceremony, like the, not the ceremony, but what do you call it, like the, the dinner portion of it. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes you do that, especially with black folk, and they still bring their damn kids as if they oh, didn't yeah. see. Well, well, here's the thing: all all of my friends took this as a a vacation because our wedding was in July. It was out of town. It was like a beach wedding. Yeah. So everybody everybody came out to show out. Everybody's like, all right, we're gonna have fun. But then we had certain friends, right? So I'm not I'm not gonna speak bad on their name, but basically my mm-hmm. mom had to kick two people out of the wedding. So. Oh, one, God. Yeah, so she she did it in a real polite way. So she basically told one of my boys, she was like, hey, go tell that person and that person they can't come into the dinner because they are wilding out. Now, I didn't know this was happening because we were taking photos at the same time. You're not supposed to know. That's your day. 
Exactly, but here's the thing. You said I was gonna have like um, security type people. Who are your security go to? When I when I tell you, my mom like she's more petty than me, which is crazy. (laughs) I I thought I was the pettiest person on planet Earth. No, she is. So what she did was she told them that they couldn't come into the ceremony, and she she loves them. She thinks that they're like her sons and stuff too. But she mm-hmm. said, hey, wow, and out. So when I asked her, I was like, so, Ma, exactly what happened that made you want to go and just have them not come, you know, into the wedding? She says that, according to them, like, after the ceremony, they had, what do you call that, that little, like, hour between, like, the ceremony and the reception? So, um, uh, like, interception? Exactly yeah, like, the... Intermission? The, the intermission? Yeah, the intermission, whatever. whatever the fuck that is. So we, we had that, right? So we had that situation, and a- according to my mom, and a few other people, two, two of my friends, and mind you, I told you, this was a wedding where it's both white and black people. So you mm-hmm. know the black people are for me and the white people for my wife, right? Right. So, a- a- according to multiple people, one said friend was so drunk that, this is at the reception, oh, no. not the reception, the middle part, they were so drunk that they ran around saying, hey, Ma, they got lamb chops. They got lamb chops. And so, what the hell? So, yeah, so they like we had like little finger foods and stuff for people to eat, right? So mm-hmm. they go and they they sprint across the field where we're taking photos. And I was like, hey, Ma, like check this out. They got some good food here. They got some. I was like, oh my god, you're not doing this. Like I was like, Ma, they did yeah. that, and she she was like, yeah. So then what they didn't know was, you know, my wife she works at a school and her boss is black. They didn't realize this. They thought that that was like one of my family members or something, right? Mm-hmm. So they walked. They walked up on my wife's at the time, her boss, and his wife, and they said to her, like, with the lamb chop in their hand, "Hey, they got lamb chops. Do you want some meat?" And my wife's boss almost flipped out because he's like, "Yo, why? Why us? Why are y'all acting like that?" Yeah. So I was like, so I was like "Okay, like there are act like y'all ain't never here. been nowhere." Yeah. This is why I don't want a wedding. This is why I'm just like, yo, if I ever get married, nobody will know unless they see my ring. See, that, that's going to be, you know what? <laughs> I want to make that an episode. Why Why won't Shannon have a wedding? Like, It's pointless. It's, it, it's like, it's too much up front when you're supposed to be enjoying a union between you and your person. And I feel like weddings are supposed to be for the deserved. And the deser- the deserve is after you practice the lightning the likeness of being in a marriage because that those first five years are work. That's why yeah. I keep saying like I don't want a wedding until I'm like five years in to celebrate my union because that's what it is. How you how are you celebrating a union and y'all haven't done a marriage yet? That's how yeah. I look at it. But, but and it's so much money. Like, what? Why join your your lives together with spending all this money up front? That's I a lot. Anybody, I tell anybody who will listen. When it comes to the wedding, there are certain mm-hmm. things that I learned that are supposed to be tradition that don't make any fucking sense. Promise that. <laughs> so, like, according according to like wedding guides and shit like that, the groom. Pay, you know, the groom's parents pay for the rehearsal dinner, and you, as the groom, you pay for your parents to have the hotel room and stuff like that, right? So, mm-hmm. without saying too much, I will say this: my mom's hotel room was roughly three hundred and eighty dollars a night, right? What so, the hell? Three hundred, exactly, three hundred and eighty dollars a night. 
Where was Rhode your wedding? Michigan. My wedding was in Rhode Island, which is like, okay, mm. beach town, okay. blah, blah, blah. That's cool. standard. That's standard. Yeah, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's standard for there. But the thing is, it was also peak season. So it's like, okay, great. Like, we got a whole bunch of people here for the beach and stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. But the $380 hurt because when you're getting married, you don't realize there are certain expenses that all come up all at the same time. So mm-hmm. for me, the tuxedos, not the tuxedos, because we didn't have tux, we had like actual suits. So the suits that we had for the wedding were an expense. And we went, we went to Indochino, right? So Indochino, their suits that we got, and we got them on special, and they came up to a total of about 420 bucks. I that, was, that, was on, that was on special. Now, our alternative was to go to Men's Warehouse. Men's Warehouse, Men's Warehouse was nice, but the issue is all those suits they don't come form-fitting. It's just like, okay, like, it, it might fit your upper body, but then you're going to mm-hmm. have real skinny, you're going to have real skinny-ass pants. You, you don't want that. And I knew something <laughs> was wrong because every men's warehouse I went to, there was a guy that was, like, 70 or, you know, like, 65, 70 years old. And their idea of what, like, their idea, uh, idea of wedding fashion was taper the pants and tuck them in a little bit and everything should be black. Like, I said, yo, I'm not wearing that to my wedding. Yeah. So, Men's Warehouse was a no. Then we went to Joseph A. Bank, and Joseph A. Bank, basically, like, the bank part is the only thing that counts, because they cost too damn much. So, I was... (laughs) When they were tallying up stuff, just to, like, to tailor the pants for us, that was going to be $179. Just to tailor the pants. Then, w- then we had like the the ties were like eighty nine dollars. The cufflinks that was like unnecessary shit. Stuff that honestly you're not gonna wear twice. And a lot of people think that's that, oh, why I'm, I'm just like no, because I and I tell people like you know what we're great friends. I do want you to enjoy your day, but whatever you do, don't put me in this wedding. I just want to have a seat. Yeah. I don't want to be your bridesmaid. I've been a bridesmaid seven times and hated every time. For me, I, I don't know. Like, I think as a groom, it's a little bit different. But I, I was a groomzilla. So, for, for me, being a groomzilla, it was rough because I knew what I wanted out of the wedding and how mm-hmm. I wanted the wedding to go. But th- there were certain things that I didn't realize. There were friendships that ended because of my wedding. And mm-hmm. the reason why, the reason why, is because there were certain things that I didn't know were going to take place until, like. The money came up, right? Now, obviously, I told you how much these seats and stuff cost, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's an, that's an extra expense. But I, I found out that one of one of my closest friends at the time, one of my one of my boys, like, you know, we mm-hmm. hung out every weekend. We, you know, like, he's been to family events. He was actually considered family. So he had told my best lady oh, at the time, he was like, oh, yeah, I don't really fuck with, you know, I don't really fuck with Greg like that. So I was like, yo, like, goddamn, really? Like, you, you about to be in the no, he, he said this before the wedding. So well, why come? Kept, yeah, well, here's the thing. He didn't show up. So, you know, the week mm-hmm. of the wedding, we kept, you know, we moved right along. So we were like, all right, cool. Like, it's fine. Like, you know, you, you can still be my friend, but you're going to be a friend from a distance. Because I had, you know, we've had a long tenure as friends. So I can't really just, like, kick this nigga to the curb, right? But yeah. what I do do now is if he speaks, I keep it real brief. I keep moving. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've had, like, a rapport, and he has dirt on me. I have dirt on him. But even outside of that, it's just one of those but things. But we grown, like, though. And if you know that you did something in an incorrect manner, address it at least. Yeah. And, you know, I, for me, as a adult, I wanted to have the conversation that he won't have, which is, 
well, you told everybody else you don't fuck with me, but I'm like, why not? Like, right, why not me? But, why not yeah, you tell like, me that you don't fuck with me? Yeah, and that that was kind of fucking with me, knowing that there was somebody who said that they don't fuck with me, and I said, like, okay, that's fine, but I would much rather you tell me that way yeah. I can go and say, you know what, this is the reason why they don't, which makes a hell of a lot more sense to me in my head. So since he didn't, I was like, all right, I'll just keep him at bay. Then we had the other friend. So we were initially supposed to have six grooms, well, five groomsmen and one grooms lady, or what do you call it, like a uh, best lady. So we okay. ended up with just the four, the four of them and myself, which is cool. So two had to back out. One of the Watch guys had this, one of the guys had to back out because you know, he had all the, these finance problems and blah blah blah. But I was like, all right, I get it. Right, that's fine. But outside of that, when we had the wedding day, it was the best day I have ever had. The issue with that's all they count. Yeah, but that's the thing. The issue with the best day that you've ever had is there are stories, and there are stories that honestly I didn't know about until after you're not day. supposed to know, and that's the yeah. unfortunate thing. Like shit, be, shit could be going really great, and you'd be mm-hmm. missing in action because there's so many people, and just everybody's wanting you and her that day, and then shit could be really fucked up. And when you yeah. have the right people at your wedding, you're never supposed to know that shit was fucked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But not just <laughs> in that aspect, Chan. The, the one thing that everybody will tell you who has ever gotten married is, I wish I didn't spend that much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, for, for example, for us, like, we could, we could have a lot, like, with how much we spent on that wedding, we could have, like, the house today. Oh, yeah. And that's why I say, if a man was like he was ready to risk it all and be around me for the rest of his life and be like do you want this ring or do you want this house or this property I'm going to be like I want the property I want the house like we can do a ring whenever we want we can do a wedding whenever we want like what matters is do we have a place to be joined together with our families because they will be blended so I, I'm going to ask you a question. I, w- I want you to take the same question and ask it to one of your lady friends, or maybe on a different episode. So, mm-hmm. say say the guy that you're talking to, he is deciding that he wants to go and get you a ring, right? He he doesn't know what type of ring you like, even though you've hinted and alluded to this, right? Mm-hmm. So, you've hinted and alluded to what type of rings you like, but he doesn't know. What, which person would you prefer he goes to in order to get an idea? Your mother or your best friend? My best friend. And why is that? Because my mom, my mom's memory is not that great. She's 67. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Okay, okay. Oh, I, I thought you I thought you were going to be like, nah, she's going to say something. But like, the, the reason why I asked that, because obviously in the guy, the guy group chat, one of the guys said, you know, he's having an issue with his ring shopping. Now, he's gone to all the wrong places, which we told him. We were like, you, you don't go to the ring shop in the middle of the mall, and you don't go to, what's that place, Blue Nile, where you can, like, create a custom ring. So, he's like, what? he's like, why would y'all tell me not to go there? I was like, there's certain places you don't go. Like, for me personally, if I know I'm going to get engaged, the one thing I don't do, and the one thing I tell people not to do, is to go and get, like, the Thanksgiving, the Christmas special ring. The engagement rings that are like, hey, for six ninety nine, you get, you know, this half-carat ring, blah, 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 blah. Listen, on some real shit, I want the ring that my grandparents had. Mm-hmm. 
it was a motherfucking wedding band, nigga. Because that's not important. Mm-hmm. It's not important. I'm not a jewelry wearer. I don't wear rings. And the idea that a man would want me to wear a ring to represent that I'm in a marriage, it makes me itch. Yeah, but that, that's the... That's <laughs> like, that's the that's the social idea that they have people thinking. It's like, okay, like you can have a relationship and be considered married and people will never know. There are people who honestly don't wear their wedding rings and you would never know they were married. They, trust me. There are people are married episodes. now that don't wear their wedding rings that respect their marriage more so than someone wearing the biggest rock. Exactly. But that shit scares the fuck out of me. Like when, you know, I went and got her ring, like I did the whole idea of, you know, I'm going, I'm buying a ring. And then I went to like seven or eight different places. And I was like, oh, this isn't right. I'm overthinking it. I was like, okay, what would just make her happy? So I was mm-hmm. like, why don't I, you know. Did she tell you before somebody? what she want, like, what she liked or what she wanted? Well, I, I kind of went overboard. So what I did was. Oh, God. I, I asked her. We were talking like years before we planned on even getting engaged, right? So we mm-hmm. had set up a, like an account, right? At like different jewelers. And we saved like our favorite type of rings, right? So we had saved okay. our favorite type of rings, and what I did was I printed out what she considered her favorite rings to be. The mm-hmm. issue with this was there were 63 different rings. Oh, you did too much. You should have just narrowed it down to 10 different options and, and worked yourself down oh. from there. Oh, no, no. So here's the thing. I took the 63 rings that were on the sheet. Like, I printed oh all God. the things out. I took them to Mervis, right? So I took them to Mervis, and the lady was like, well, this isn't the first time this has happened. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, this is, you're not the first person who literally went online, printed out all of their, you know, fiance or oh my God. things and brought it to them. So what she had to do was she was like, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you in touch with someone who designs rings. So they put me in touch with one of their like reps who designs rings. As a result, my wife got the ring that she didn't know she wanted, but appreciated it more than the ones that she wanted. Like the ones that she had picked out. And the reason why is because all the rings that we looked at on those sites, those, what do, you, what do you call those rings? Like the halo rings and shit like that. All of those rings, they have like really bad warranties. The diamonds fall out. Then you have like, you have to have them reset. And it's they're really hard to clean. So unless mm-hmm. you're going into the jeweler store, you get that little $28 bottle of like cleaner for your rings and jewelry and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not gonna it's not gonna shine like it did when it fresh you know, it came fresh out of the box. So the ring that we got designed, it was like, okay, it was perfect for her. It shines, it's beautiful. But what they didn't tell me after I made the purchase until after I made the purchase was you're gonna have to get insurance on this. And insurance on a ring is like buying like another ring. It's honestly, it's pretty much. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. and but you know, in your you home, know. in your home insurance, um, you can cover, you can get insurance like an endorsement on your jewelry. Yeah, and, but there's a, there's a caveat to that though. It covers the loss of a ring or the destruction of a ring, but it's only the ring and the band itself. It doesn't cover um, the diamonds. So, say for example, you get one of these rings that have all the diamonds on, on the outside of the ring and shit like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who wear those type of rings, they don't realize how active they are. Say you go to the bar and you bump your, you know, your fiance bumps their ring against the corner of a bar. Or you hit your hands. Yeah. Or you're you're washing your hands. You're washing your hands and you don't realize, like, you know, you're rubbing your hands against things and stuff like that. A diamond falls out, goes down the drain. You're not getting that diamond back. 
if it's not oh, yeah. insured, people people were telling me, oh yeah, each diamond could be between like two what is it, like two eighty and like four hundred fifty dollars. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, or or down. you live you live in a major city like Chicago or New York, where you have to take the subway and people are always eyeing you up and down because they probably have like a minute or two mm-hmm. with you. And you're spending your life, majority of your life, hiding your diamonds. So why the fuck yeah. do you have it? Yeah. But that's the thing. A lot of people want the shit you have, including these rings. That's why you have to have like stuff like that insured. Now, I didn't know this until after I had signed for how much I had signed for. And I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know, I saved, I saved this money, and I purposely went to Navy Federal. I went to Navy Federal because I was like, you know what? Navy Federal, they won't charge me like fees and stuff like that. Let me just go ahead and save all the money I had. When I tell you I was mm-hmm. eating McChickens for like eight months. <laughs> the reason why I was like, yo, like, you know, I'm, I'm in love with this girl. I want to, you know, I want to propose her. I want her to be like my wife. So, you know, mm-hmm. I went through all the protocols. But the thing is, I was going into it thinking like most guys think, oh, yeah, you know, my ring can be like a thousand, two thousand dollars and I'll be straight. Yeah, it could be. But me, I like to go a little bit overboard. So my, I won't say the price. I just know I spent way too much money. And once I paid that price, people started asking me. So they're like, oh, you know that every year you have to get a new gift. And I was like, what? what no, what no, 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 no. Yeah. This is you, the you issue. This? this is you the issue. Pete, no. Real, real life people, working people, people that ain't derived from uh, next generation up, kings and queens, that's like trust fund mm-hmm. babies, mm-hmm. confuse themselves with motherfucking celebrities. Man, listen. You don't, you, you, you the real life that. is you don't get a motherfucking push gift. Real life yeah. is. Your your push gift is the fact that you have a father of that child that's consistent and actually does exactly. the same for that child that you do. You people need to completely separate themselves from ce- celebrity life and real life. I don't need you as my husband to give me a new gift every year of our fucking marriage. I need you to respect yeah. my marriage on different levels every year. That's exactly. it. But no, when I tell you that I completely agree with what you're saying, on not online, but just basically in like the terms of marriage, they do have a outline of what you're supposed to buy for your spouse. That's nuts. every fucking year. So the first the first anniversary is supposed to get paper. The next year you give them cotton. The third year you give them leather. What? Um, yeah. Year four it's fruit or flowers. Year five you give them something of wood. So I'm, I'm gonna just let you. I'm gonna let you pick a number between six and sixty, and I'll tell you what the gift is you're supposed to buy for that year. Sixteen. Coffee or tea. This is dumb. Your your great 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 grandparents made this dumb shit up. <laughs> so we'll just pick another year. Um, twenty two. Twenty two. Water, which is a theme. So I'm, I'm gonna read you what they say to get. This is all bullshit. Yeah. So for your, for your 22nd wedding anniversary, the gift ideas are this: if you're lucky enough to have an aquarium in your city, take your spouse on a date and pay a visit and enjoy the tranquility. Or if you want to splurge, you can go on a dinner cruise on a riverboat, give them a fountain for their desktop or their garden, or visit 
or visit Kansas City, the City of Fountains, the Niagara Falls, Venice, Italy, or any lake or beach. Or how about go on a cruise? That's what you do for your 22nd anniversary. Pick, go ahead and pick another year because this shit gets no. good. No, this is why people's marriages are fucked up. Your great-great-grandparents cannot dictate you with traditions of what you do in 2020 in your marriage. The things listed on that are everyday things. Are, what do you want to do for the weekend in July? Type shit. Mm -hmm. Like, none of this is special to me. Unless it's something that's um, sentimental, like, we met on this ship in this room at this time this year like I ain't trying to be on no boat my ancestors already did that I'm great like no Hold on, we, we got a voice I'm play. what in the holy hell go yo these these gifts ideas are crazy upgrade the ring again but it's it's not as big as the 10 year anniversary ring so that's fine cool. like the, the reality is any man can upgrade his wife's ring whenever the fuck he wants exactly so when, when you do that what you're supposed to do is on the 25th anniversary you buy a completely different ring because at this point it's been 25 years that person's had that ring so instead of upgrading the ring you get them a better ring and I think the reason why this book says you're supposed to do it on the 25th is because by then your children should be adults and you want to pass down that ring that you got married to to your kids so they don't have to pay for another ring. And as a result, mm -hmm. you get a you get a more modest ring for the 25th anniversary, which I was like, I'm, I'm all for that. That makes a hell of a lot more sense than, you know, people going and spending a small fortune on the immediate ring. Um, that is unless you have unless you have daughters. Yeah, like me. And, they and, you. And, and, and they're opinionated and they don't want your shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that, I'll be that's like, fine. You ain't got to take my shit. I'm going to go melt it down and get me a grill from you, my hey, yo. Wait, did you say you're going What? Yeah. <laughs> you are... Like, my grandma got a grill. Damn right. Mm -mm -mm. Let me see. What's another, what's another <laughs> year that like stood out? So on your on your eighth year anniversary, you're supposed to give them pottery or bronze. Then, oh my god! Let me see. On your thirteenth anniversary, you give them lace. Um, you give them the, what? Lace, like lace panties or. Well, I can't wear lace. lace panties. My vagina rejects it. Okay, how in the hell does your vagina reject? My lace vagina doesn't. My my vagina does not like the texture of lace on her lips. So if I if I get mm -hmm. lace panties, it could be everywhere else, but the poly pocket part. Mm -mm -mm. The poly pocket part. <laughs> Let me, hold on. The the poly pocket part. Yes. What is wrong with you? <laughs> this is wrong. What the the poly pocket part? The poly let me, let pocket see. part. Oh, let me let me see, because I, I, I want to discuss so much with you, because after listening to all them shows last night, I mean, you and I have already done talk about fucking phony family reunions, weddings being pointless. Um, mm -hmm. wait, wait, I know Q, I know Q left the voicemail, so hopefully he leaves another voicemail about how trash like weddings can, you know, can be. But I, I want to ask you this question as soon as I can find it. Let me see. Um, uh, the topics. Here we go. So. And I, I made this note for you, so 
just know this is something special. Yeah. Yeah. So is it cheating if you have permission? No. There's nothing else. There's nothing to hide. Mm. You already tagged me in. Okay. That 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 was a you know just a brief question I wanted to ask because one of those things. But then I had one that I actually heard you talking to somebody else about on here, and I, I just needed to know if you evaluated your questions. So mm. yeah, y'all had a segment where y'all asked each other questions that you should ask someone before fucking, and yeah. you said how is your arch and he said do you have foot problems so what are some more questions that you should be asking somebody before you fuck with them um do you have any heart problems because if you die and your dick is choking in me i'm gonna go ahead and finish my stroke out before i call the cops wait well wait so the the person could (laughs) wait (laughs) i gotta get me before I call the police to come pick your ass up. So you gonna get a post mortem nut, is what you're saying? Hey, I like I like the kids dead. You like the kids now? Do the kids like, <laughs> say for example? That's so awful. The unnamed kids, I like them dead on arrival. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so post mortem. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my goodness! You know what I'm saying? I, I, this is a dead end. This is a this is like a cul-de-sac. This is a roundabout. You just you know, the, the kids come in and they gonna have to make their way out at the same time. Like we're not, like, we're hey. not producing no more. So Thank yeah, you for like, coming, but you need your health. Like I need to know your health before we do any of my um, extracurricular fucking because I I don't like to be fucked the same way. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I don't. It, it, it's true, but I mean, po- post mortem kid nut, like you I are. Mean, a, what in the? Oh my god, I cannot believe that shit. I mean, and your height, like I need to know, like your height. You know that you're not trying to make me do no sixty nine where I'm stuck in your belly button. Like you gotta oh. measure up. Thank you, thank you for asking. You know, for saying that, because I posted something on Instagram and I got some of the wildest fucking comments I've ever gotten in my life. About, about what? So I posted a photo of a guy sitting on a girl's chest and she was like giving him head, right? And oh, and women don't either they do or they don't like this position, right? So mm-hmm. I'm going to read you some of the responses that I got from it. I asked the question while in this position what goes through a woman's mind, right? So one person said, and I quote, his pubes stink. I hope I don't throw up. I hope I don't throw up. Should I play with his balls? Ooh, too deep gag. Ew, is that a hair? I'm turning Ew. him out. <laughs> it, it keep going. She kept going. She said, I'm turning him out. He ain't never going to forget this head. Okay, remember to make eye contact, but not too much so it don't get awkward. So he's just That's not going to... A woman yeah, but... doing something really like beyond her limits for the first time and him actually liking it and think this is about to be a thing. No, sir. This was a mistake. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing that took me out was the fact that she said is he not going to moan or anything? So I, I just wanted to act like, yo. Sometimes I, I do be needing a sound. 
<laughs> as like confirmation. But how much moaning is too much? Like how much moaning is too much moaning? You like, gotta do a man moan like. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> that's like a grunt. <clears throat> But you can, uh-huh. you can't be theatrical yeah. about it. If like you in there sound like Michael Jackson, we have to retreat. <laughs> we have to retreat. Hey, hey, maybe that's what they you know they they like. They have no. to, you know they like it like that. It, it's no. weird as fuck. But we see, what, other, what other comments did I get about this? So one one person called themselves the throat goat. I don't know what the fuck that means. Throat goat. The throat goat. So that's she great. Said, that's great throat. I I, I was confused. So then. You know, say for example, like a lady gets a comment from a guy, right? And mm-hmm. the guy's like, I bet you can't do it on a dick, right? And then the girl says, I ain't never got no complaints, right? So Ooh. yeah, if she says I ain't never got no complaints, usually the guy's reaction is who's gonna complain, right? My, my um, friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we're gonna talk about that. So she says she's, you know, I'm the throat goat, swallow it included. So then she sent screenshots of the conversations that people were sending, like guys were sending her that, you know, I guess had experienced her head, right? So one guy mm-hmm. texts, I just got off the phone with Dyson and told them oh, they she, need to she pay took you. A survey. She took a She took a oral survey to I let you know. how many women would be bold enough to take an oral survey from their exes? Oh, you, I, I think that needs to happen. I feel like yeah. it needs to be. Come on, grow <laughs> Yeah. You know what? This is what we got to have more people in this thing because I, I want to hear voicemails of people who are listening. And I, I need to know the old. I wish we could change the topic from like open talk to like a specific like thing. If we can say, you know, what? I would, I would talking... definitely do um, an oral survey with my exes. Let me see. Speak for the, the, can... the ones that weren't circumcised don't count. Okay, okay, I, I can ask. Dang, this is a safe space, you, you right? Gotta, you gotta suck their dicks to the, to the white meat and for them to feel anything. I'm just like, man, your, your mom, she ruined you, honey. That, that's what, that's why I would, I would, I don't really want to ask this question, but I guess I have to <laughs> since it's you of all people. So, in, in, in the comparison to uncircumcised and circumcised, like, what is a preference? more preference for you not all women for you circumcised cut that skin back pull that shit back let me see it let me let me mm-hmm. let me see it let me see it and you know mm-hmm. turtles are cool as pets but i don't want them for dicks wait hold on whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> is it really because as, as a straight male like who doesn't have just google it greg pets. it's not it's not gay it's just for manly um you know, manly knowledge. Just Google what it looks like. It's not cute. Yeah, but like my like my dicks, my dicks. I like to look at them and want to devour it. I like to look at them and study it. That way, if I close my eyes, I can tell where my tongue is on the dick without seeing the dick. Okay. So it's it's not like you're going and searching for something. Like, because what happens if like you're giving head to somebody who is like uncircumcised and you got like the little lint hair in between like the you know that little area like and that's the thing they have to pull that shit back to clean it so when 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 people say you know dicks that are uncircumcised are cleaner I'm just like how Sway? yeah how basically how I was taught like you know the guys we have these discussions but we never really go into depth about it so one one of my guy friends I won't say his name but you know he was explaining how 
you know, he was going and, you know, talking to this girl and she absolutely refused to have sex with him because she had seen that he was, you know, that way. And he asked why. She was like, you know, it looks gross and I don't think my body would be comfortable, like, having pleasure from that type. And I was like, I didn't know women thought that deep about... Listen, listen. I've done it. I've done it a few times, but preferably in the dark or after I know you just took a shower um, Mm. and it's free dibs. You know what I'm saying? But those men did not come off of me sucking dick. Yeah. Which was kind of good because A, I'm not going to get locked jaw down here. Three, I don't have to look at it that long. And four, Mm -hmm. You get a maneuver in a different way, and it's gonna be to be straight. Yeah, I I could take this off the list. <clears throat> like you know, you you and I. This is why we are friends. We we ask each other the wrong questions and always get the right answers. Always without question. So I don't <laughs> think I, do I have anything else? Because I want to save some for like other episodes. I, I feel like we got. Let me see how many more topics do I got? I literally have what 12, 17, 26, 55. Yeah, yeah, buddy, I got a lot. Um, oh, oh, this this did come up, and I figured I might as well ask you this too. You may have jumped in on the chat that I was having. So, would you ever date someone with a dick tat? With a what tat? A dick tat. So, say for example, they had a tattoo or a piercing of like their member. I don't know, maybe. Like, if I put my tongue on it, does it drive you crazy? Yeah, but, like, in, in, like, in the term does, of tattoos, I guess, I guess the reason what why... What does it say? Is, like, yeah, what does it say? Because I remember because... going to um, high school in Florida with this, this white boy that um, got his balls with a bell attached to it. Like a barbell. Wait, excuse me? Yeah. Excuse me? He got, a, he got a piercing where he did a barbell between his balls. And I, oh, okay, I, I don't want to ask this question, <laughs> but like, okay, so if he has I a said, barbell, sir, let on me his see ball, that thing. I need to see this thing. Like he wasn't a thing. That that that's the important question, right? Like, say for example, if a guy says to a girl, "Hey, I got you know my balls pierced," like they're gonna want to see that shit. Like, oh yeah. But how like? How do you present that? Like, hey, let's just go around the corner really quick so I can show you my barbell balls. Like, well, we had a, we were doing the photography and we were making like our own um, photography boxes in art class. I was like, I said, take your wife in that dark room. Let me see this thing. He yeah, had dark room. A, a bar barbell balls. Like the like like the ones you see people put in their ears, where it's like a line and two balls at the at the um thing. Yeah. See, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, <laughs> shit like that is weird but like i mean i've, I've seen weird. a lot of stuff I've, I've seen like you know i've been with women who have like you know the two like you know the two clip piercings and the tongue piercings and I would never all, all that pierce my clip like it, it was kind of weird because one is i feel like one was already enough but you had two like why why Cause you know necessary... like for women at least for me i have a highly sensitive clip so like if I'm wearing like something in particular, especially mm. denim, and it starts rubbing a certain way, <laughs> my 
My smile is not just because it's a good day outside. Okay? Yeah. But what... But two period, isn't that like overkill though? Because like that's oh, that's not overstimulating. You know, people like, people have people have their kinks. So. Yeah, we, we're not kink shaming here. I was I was very confused when I asked her because I was like, yo, like one like what was the reasoning behind it? And she was like, well, I got it pierced once, and the guy asked me if I wanted a second piercing, so I said sure, and I was like, okay, that that works. I, I guess they say like but, when you get piercings or tattoos for the first time you're gonna get addicted and you're gonna keep coming back like next week and I'm just like no like I've never mm. gotten a tattoo just because I want to feel this needle or I want a tattoo I got a tattoo because I have been thinking about this tattoo for a long time and this is what the fuck I want yeah trust me when you know I got my first tattoo you know you know my wife and I we went together so she got a tattoo I got a tattoo and I was sitting in the chair and I was like, yo, I don't see the hype in this shit. I, I don't at all. Yeah. And mind you, I got a wrist tattoo, so I, you know, it's a little bit different, but people were like, oh yeah, I like pain. I was like, I, I get you like pain, but this is time consuming. I don't want to sit in anybody's chair for 16 hours to get like my back. Oh yeah. Or, when I was in Queens, I saw this guy get his whole arm done in one session and his mm-hmm. arm was just fucking twitching and he was just like his whole body was kind of like in shock, and I'm just like, nigga, why? Yeah, yeah like you purposely putting yourself. But I mean, the end result, if it's a fire tattoo, it looks really nice. Like I, I feel yes, like, yes, uh, but you don't have to get it all done in one session. Like you being ridiculous you right now. Like what's the girl? Uh, like Cardi B, really like her tattoo. That that um that tattoo that she has is going from like the middle of her back, and then it goes like mm-hmm. around like. Khalif has one of those. It's pretty. Yeah, Khaleesi's is actually better than Cardi B's. Yeah. The issue, though, is, like, when they say how many sessions they had to go, I'm like, nah, like, is it better to go and do one sitting, or is it better to go and go back four or five times? Like, for my elephant, I did it in um, just the outline first, and then I mm-hmm. went back for my birthday, and I did the color, and then my friends end up paying for me to get the color done to finish it, but... um. I would never do that in one sitting because there's so much scraping mm-hmm. and shit. Like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, the, scra- the scraping part didn't hurt me. It was, I think, it was, was it the color filling or what, like when he was doing the, the final, like, overall? I was like, the why details, you go, like, where he kept yeah. going over what he already went over. Yeah, that's irritating. Yeah, that shit, I was like, at that point, I was hungry. I was dehydrated. It was like, yo, like, why? He was like, oh, oh, I always suck on a lollipop the whole time. I was like, yo, but I mean, I'm probably going to end up getting another tattoo. It won't be this year oh, because yeah. of like all the COVID shit, but next year, mm-hmm. if everything opens back up, I'm going to get another one. The issue, though, is like, do I want to go to the same tattoo artist? Because he moved. So he moved like 45 minutes away. I'm like, I don't really mm-hmm. want to travel to him, but I also don't want to go to a new tattoo person because everybody I know that's gotten like more than one or two tattoos from the same person, when they went mm-hmm. to another person, they actually hated the job that the next person did. I have so. um, I have two tattoos from the same girl, and mm. then two tattoos from the same guy, and then um, one of my my one tattoo on my thigh is from uh, somebody completely different, and I like all of them. I don't have any issues. So, like, any, I guess we we got some listeners. So, if any of y'all are listening, what are some of the worst places to get tattooed? And you know, on your you body? Asked, yeah. Oh, um. Why would anybody tattoo their elbows? I think that's reaching. Yeah, I've always 
that feels like a really stupid place. Like, like ain't that, nobody that, looking at your motherfucking crusty ass elbow. Yeah. How do you, how do you lotion that though? Like, like that's the thing. Most people like don't the, lotion it. That's true. That's true. Um, what's, 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 what's another really terrible place to get a tattoo? I, I personally, yeah, I, ass I, I crack. Like, yeah, ass crack is weird. Um, <laughs> I, I I feel like the the behind the ear tattoo was cute until people went overboard and they did the tattoo like. Uh, what do you call that shit? Um, I forgot what like how Rihanna did it, where it's like initials or like some type of coordinate. I think that's cool, but then when you go from like the back of your ear and it's coming down your neck and shit, it's like okay, that that's that's just stupid. Um, I've seen people get the tattoos of the what is it called, the henna on their hand. Now I don't yeah. know if is that disrespectful or is it like how does that? Work? It's, uh, I'm not it's, familiar it's, with. To me, it's appropriation. To me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never do it unless I really like the meaning behind it or I was going mm-hmm. to a wedding where that's what they do as far as like their celebration but I would never mm-hmm. do it as far as like I want to have a Indian uh, you know feather hat I'm going to get one just because like you don't know what that yeah. means don't do it but stuff like that like what is it uh, what's the other thing that people get a whole bunch of tattoos about and they don't understand the language like Hebrew, oh, but, the, um, the, the uh, Japanese tattoo, like Japanese and Arabic, like yo, why? Like, and they're like, oh yeah, it just looked cool. Or I googled it, and this is what it means. It means strength and beauty, and it's like, yeah, but it don't describe you though. Like, mm-hmm. get tattoos that have meaning. Like, I'm sure, like a lot of people have tattoos that they hate years later, but it's like at that moment, it meant something special to you. Don't just get something that just. You saw it in the store and was like, you know what? That'd be dope. Just make a variation. And that's why I think about my tattoos for a long time before I get them. Because yeah. when I'm when I'm 80, I don't want to be like trying to hide my tattoos from my grandkids. Like, I'm going to yep. tell you why I got each one. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, mama got them paw prints. But, you know, I, I, ah! I wasn't thinking. I, I wasn't Not thinking when I got prints, them. Jesus. Yeah. Them, them paw prints are something serious. But, oh, you know, let, let, let's play this little game that they got for us. So, we did open talk. Let's talk about uh, let's do. I don't want to do trending news and tweets. I hate that shit. Uh, relationship debates. So let let's see. Does an age gap matter in a relationship? Um. Yes. I like for my I men did. to be older. Yeah, me like I, I married younger, but for me, I feel like it's all immaturity. But I personally, I can't see how men personally, because I can only speak for us. How you can be like 35, 36, and you'd be talking to somebody who's like 19, 20. Like, because they, that's, it's, a, it's a control thing. It's a I want to feel important all the time thing. And I want her to come to me and only me thing. But is it like, Ari, is it kind of like how, to, like, when you were in like high school and you saw a guy that was like in college, he knew for a fact, he was like, hey, she's in high school. She, you know, she may give me her virginity or something like that. I know that's how they thought then. But at 35, like, what do you really get to gain from, like, uh, somebody who can't go to the bar with you, can't go out with you, and more than likely, like, their parents ain't gonna fuck with you when you bring, you know, when they get brought home. So. Um, uh, but, when I was, when I was 18, I, I was talking to somebody who was, like, seven years older than me. Mm-hmm. And um, that was, like, prime time because <clears throat> he just brought out a different side of what was within me or what was I, I was capable of and it wasn't like no minor bullshit that you would get with somebody that's like your exact age yeah. and um, 
it was like if if I didn't have him teaching me and telling me things that he dealt with, I probably would have had like more relationships and fucked up more. Yeah, and that's a good upside right there. That mm-hmm. boy. But the only thing that. is on the other side, a man dating a woman that's younger but legal is you're going to have to have more patience because she don't have the wisdom that you have. So mm-hmm. you can't you can't argue with her about shit she don't know. Mm. So. That is a great answer. Okay, let's let's roll the dice again. So the next question is, is it a deal breaker to not like your significant other's family? It could be if they're disrespectful and they don't stick up for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about what yeah, about I, for you? For me, it, it's definitely a deal breaker. Like if I can't be like I've been in situations where I haven't liked the other person that I'm talking to's family, but I like mm-hmm. I coped with them. I dealt with them because I cared for them. But mm-hmm. you could just tell that there was there was unneeded tension. And even though mm-hmm. I tried to have conversations with them, it was just like, it's not going to go anywhere. Either way, they're not going to approve. Yeah. So why even put myself through that situation? So yeah. I agree. It's a deal breaker. Let's see. Uh, okay. I guess we're rolling the dice on relationship debates. Is it is sleeping naked better? Yes. The juices flow better. Um, your skin feels better on nice sheets, clean sheets. Um, and... I don't know. If somebody comes in and try to grab you and get lotion and moisturize, you're going to win. Yeah. Also, if you wear socks to sleep, you are a psycho, and I believe that you kill people. So, let's just not do that. <laughs> I try oh. it sometimes, like, if it's cold, because I, like, I have to be cold to go to sleep, but I, I end up taking it off, Gray, so I'm with you. Yeah. I, I appreciate you clearing, you know, clarifying, because if you're going to say, hey, I can't sleep without footies on or something, like, yo, something, mm-mm. Like we we gonna, yeah. we gonna have to reevaluate that. I always so. end up with them on if I'm like if especially if they're like my aloe socks because they like moisturize your feet. Um, mm. But then I end up taking them off where they're like the ends of the bed. Mm. Let me see what what other questions do they have? Oh, we already asked the does the age gap matter? We really talked about that. Sleeping naked better. Um, can a cheater really change if given a chance? No. Fully there's something agree. within there's something within them. And um maybe one day they'll get tired, but why would you stick around to hope whenever they get tired? Like I ain't never been around a dick that good for me to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just sit here and wait till you stop fucking. But that, that that's what's so crazy because for me I know for a fact that I've cheated on people before and uh-huh. To this day, I don't know why I did it, which I know that's a really trash response. But you weren't in a, you were in your marriage. That's different. Yeah. Like to me, I don't feel like if you're single and mm. you're supposed to be like figuring out your likes and dislikes with people, that that's that's too major. That's you not being mature. But once yeah. you start to make a commitment to a person and you expect them to honor you in a way. You got to do the same. And if you can't do the same, be honest about that shit. Exactly. Fully agree. Let me see. What else? Is it possible to recover from a broken relationship? Yes. Yes. Might take you longer than some. Might take you longer than some, but yes. 
these are some really somber ask, ass ask, questions. Ask some hurt ass men from third grade that shit though. They could be like, nah. Man, listen, trust me. Fuck, we we fuck all we all know those <laughs> those people. Everybody got one. Everybody got that one friend who, no matter like how many women or people they've done wrong, that one person do the same shit to them, and they are yeah. broken. Like, oh yeah. I mean, I, I I got a friend to this day, a girl that he used to date. Like she she contacted me, so she contacted me and she was like, yo, like we you know he and I aren't gonna work. And I was like, okay, like why? She was like, you know, can you like explain to him why it won't work? And I was like. No, because that's like that's my boy. I don't feel like interjected in that. But the thing is, her and I were friends, and I kind of like linked them together because she had interest in them. So they had interest in each other. They started dating, and then when things went left, all of a sudden it was my fault. So when she basically said, "Oh, well, can you you know help me end it?" I was like, "That's something that's on y'all." Help me so, end and, it. Hold yeah, up. yeah. She said she really said, "Help me end it." And I was like, "I don't know what y'all relationship is like." And I don't want to be involved. So basically to him, yeah. to this day, to this day, he's like, that's the one that got away. I was like, bro, like, and I couldn't tell him this. I, <laughs> I, I couldn't be the person to be like, yo, like she, she didn't want to be there. So, you know, she's not yeah. the one that got away. Like she escaped because she was yeah. kind of like, she was trying to get away to begin with, but she didn't know how to break it off. So how did it end? A lot with, of women do that. A lot of women wait until a man fucks up my, my, in a minor way. And takes mm-hmm. all the energy that they've been wanting to break up with them in the first place and just be be like, this is it. No, nah, bitch, yeah. it been it. You're just looking for a reason. But it, it, it was like, it was really fucked up to watch that process, though, because for me, knowing what I knew, it was like, yo, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I, I really want to tell him, but it's like, it was none of my business. So then, mm-hmm. like, flash forward a couple years later, like, maybe two years later, she goes and she has a kid. And, oh. you know, her, you know, she she goes and has a kid and then he hits me up. He was like, yo, like, you know, she was the one telling me that, you know, we, we were destined to have kids. I was like, bro, like, can we please let this go? Listen, like, <laughs> my first ex from high school to this, to this day, talking about how I promised him when I was 16 that we would have kids. Sir, if you don't shut the Man, world look, up. Trust me. Some promises are meant to be broken, especially at that <laughs> age. <laughs> you can't hold that up to me. No, like, and, and it's it's crazy because like I, I don't know if that's this situation happened to you with him, but a lot of those scenarios where somebody in your past has come back and said, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, it's always mm-hmm. on Facebook. Every single time it's on Facebook. At least, like, mm-hmm. I've had people contact me on Facebook. It's like, yo, great, like you kind of funny, or you know, hey, you know, I wish I knew you more in high school. I'm like, yo, no, you don't. Because we didn't oh, really no, fuck we, each other We, we um, have each other's number, but he's on block for his own good because, I don't know, he just needs to see me as not an option. Yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah. Two men, two men, as a secret, I'm probably breaking man law here, but there is no such thing. Like, everybody no such thing is as always what? an option. Options. Like, yes, and that's everybody his problem. Is he, his exact words was like, no, nah, I'm going to wear you down one day. Mm-hmm. That's why you got men in. The, that's why you have men like perpetually in the fucking friend zone. I, I know I was that way. I was like, you know what? You know, her and I are friends, but eventually, eventually, and it, it happened. Like, so basically, this girl now we were talking, you know, and us trying to talk to date didn't work out. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna right, go. But yeah, but the thing is, then she goes, and you know, she still wanted to play the friend thing. So I accepted the friend zone. But the issue with accepting the friend zone is you accept it, but then they start 
like oversharing the information that you don't care about, right? So she's telling mm-hmm. me about, oh, this this guy, he ain't shit, blah, 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 blah. And in the back of my head, Drake is playing like, see, she chose <laughs> me. Like, you know, th- this, this is me, right? The entire fucking time. So then one time she goes and she's like, well, Greg, I, w- I wish it would have worked, blah, 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 blah. You know, I should have just stuck with you. You're a good guy, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. And at that point, I lost all types of feelings and emotions for her. So it went from me actually liking her to just wanting to sleep with her and just letting it be what it was. And mm. The moment, the moment we did that, all the emotion kind of flew out, like, once we finished having sex, and yeah. I was like, yo, like, it, it, it didn't feel the same. I felt really fucked up about it, because it was like, yo, at one point, I did care, but you kind of mm-hmm. took it for granted, so what was the point of that? You know, like, I don't really that's care like, anymore, That's so. like when my, um, my oldest uh, kid's dad tries to, like, fuck, and I'm just like, sir, I can't fuck you no more. Like, it doesn't do anything for me. My mind is elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have fucking expiration dates. They as they should. Like you should be growing. Like your your sexual needs should grow, just like your financial and your career yeah. needs to grow. Like it shouldn't yeah, be the you, same thing. But I mean, tell me, let let Twitter and like social media stuff tell you. Oh no, you like that person that you know you fuck with. You know you know they're safe. You know they're clean. You're clean. Just fuck with them until you find somebody that's no, like, Yo, no, no, don't do that, that shit. Just, that just because dick is not it. That just Man, because pussy is not it. You end up and you be strapped with them for life. Don't do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you do not want them problems at all. Let me see. Do we have? Let me let me go and see if we got one more question. We'll do one more. So, okay, I don't really want to do that. That one is polygamy versus monogamy. I figure that that can be for somebody else. Can no, that one's no. Damn, we we asked all the one. Okay, is no, you already asked this one about the significant other's phone. Yeah, don't be going to my no. shit, bitch. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, so basically they're giving you the same question. So I don't I don't like that. So let's just change the topic. Actually, they, they need a, they need a, they, uh, need to hire me for their topic. Yeah, the, these topics, it was the same, like, eight questions. It was the same questions. I, I didn't really like it. Okay, I, I have one for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to make it a statement instead of a question. You shouldn't fuck people you can't kiss. Pat. Pat. Why? Because a kiss tells you um, the direction and the um, longitude and latitude of which you will lie. Mm. Mm. Okay. Wow. That that that's profound. Thinking about that's it, like, it. Have if, I ever, like, if he can't catch my tongue correctly, he's definitely not gonna catch this clip. You're a nope. dismissed. Dismissed. Yeah. But honestly. But that, that's the, like, so, in, in like the small case, what happens if like they breath stink and you kiss them? Would you still want them going down on you? No, because you could give me my pussy gingivitis. I don't think your pussy can get, you know what? <laughs> you know what? That, that, that's how we're going to end this. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh the... my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Everybody, I'm great. <laughs> and... <laughs> People, go to your dentist twice a year, every year, okay? Vital. Oh, my God. Do not, the moral of the story is do not give a lady's pussy gingivitis. Brush and floss, and they both have to happen at the same time. The same space, same place. 
Oh boy. So my, my friend Chan is here and her podcast is She Gets It Pop. She can give you any other details because all the hashtag she gets it. Get on there. Um look up any uh episodes you want. I talk about a array of things. Get on Teespring, get you some merch when she gets it. Also, you can check out my other podcast, Cozy Womb, which is about parenting and shit so these kids don't kill you in the process. Mm. And y'all can follow me at Al Sharp Tongue on Twitter, obviously. Um, Young Black Pod on all the social medias and stuff like that. Uh, I don't even know. Like, I guess we're going to see them on Saturday when we do that other show. But un- un- until then, uh, stop going to phony family reunions. So we will talk we will talk to y'all later. Listen. Peace. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park